0: Been 20 plus years in the making. It hasn't happened since 1995, and wow, has tonight been special. Being down here on the field, talking to Jock Peterson, Austin Riley, Mike soroka the list goes on. This has been an absolutely incredible night. You could feel it. You could feel that this. That you could feel the tension. You could feel that it hasn't happened in so long. The fans stuck around. There were thousands of fans standing right over there cheering for so long during the ceremony. It was absolutely incredible. It was an emotional night. Tears were flying post-game. It was truly a remarkable night and something that I I won't ever forget. We're here in Houston. The series shifts back from Atlanta where it looked like the Astros had all the momentum, the, the Braves get a 4 nothing lead in the first inning in Atlanta and then they blow it and it's like a, oh boy, is it happening all over again? This city's cursed. This city can't win championships. Are they going to go back to Houston now and lose? Well, they didn't. And They didn't just win. They won with authority here tonight. An absolutely incredible for performance. Jorge Soler hit a ball back to Atlanta, I think. Absolutely demolished a baseball. But Look, this night was about the atmosphere. This night was about the emotion from the players, the emotion from the families, seeing Freddie Freeman celebrate with with Charlie in the outfield, seeing Jock Peterson lay on the ground in tears with his kid, hearing these fans go insane behind me in the outfield. This night was awesome. This is a night that that I won't ever forget. You know, the last time I was here on the field in Houston – for was for a World Series as a fan, but now I'm here working it, and I can't I can't say enough about how incredible tonight has been. Hats off to the Atlanta Braves. On paper, nobody gave them a chance. I talked to Jason Aldean a little while ago, which is crazy to say, by the way. But I talked to Jason Aldean just a few minutes ago, and he said, "Look, coming into this series, nobody was giving him a shot. It was all the Houston Astros are the better team. They're going to win this series." That ended up. Not being the case. Not being the case at all. This was a statement tonight. This was an absolute statement by the Atlanta Braves. From the word go, they were incredible. They were lights out. It has been since 1995. I mean, look look at what's going on behind me. All the families are still here. The players are still here. The emotion is still raw. They went down into the clubhouse to celebrate and pop champagne as we just got to watch here exclusively. And then they come back out. They come back out and celebrate with their families. Truly an amazing night here in Houston. A night that I, a night that I will never forget. A night that the Atlanta Braves will never forget. A night that I, I think anybody that was a part of it will never forget. And what a cool moment after the game, just walking out on the field, literally walking right into the middle of all of this with them, walked right into the thick of it, celebrating with the Atlanta Braves, seeing the tears roll out of Freddie Freeman's eyes as he was hugging his dad on the field. It was special. The whole night has been really special. This Atlanta Braves team was special. This Atlanta Braves team was 52-55 and 55 at the trade deadline. 52 and 55 at the trade deadline. And they acquire these guys on August 1st. They turn it all around. They turn it around. They push forward. They make the playoffs. They beat the Dodgers, who nobody gave them a chance against. And then who? Well, it's the Houston Astros. And what are they going to do in this series? Well, they won it. And it all ended here tonight in a dominant game. They won it in dominant fashion. So let's look back at this game. Let's, let's do a little game recap here. And it all starts with Max Fried. Max Fried hadn't pitched well in the playoffs to this point, to be quite honest with you. He was not his dominant self. He is a dominant young pitcher in this game, but he had not been very good. Now he has to go on the road. And then the first inning starts with, with a debacle, to be honest with you. Altuve gets a single, and then Brantley runs down the line and literally steps on his ankle. It looked like his ankle was about to be snapped in two. It was a, the worst possible start to this game you could possibly imagine. Michael Brantley rolls over a ball to first base. Freddie pump fakes to the second, then realizes, oh, no, i got to go to first. And Brantley ends up safe at first, steps on Max Fried's ankle, and everybody thought, oh, my God, this is, this is a nightmare for the Braves. But he ends up dominating. He ends up throwing. He threw the hardest pitch in the first inning that he had all season long after that absolutely incredible six innings six k's the longest outing for a pitcher of the world series and then jorge soler comes up and and he is a force i have said it every single time every single post game show this guy just feels like whenever he comes to the plate he's going to hit a bomb so what did he do tonight the first time he comes up to the plate First and second, two outs, a huge at bat, and it felt like if you can get out Jorge Soler, you're going to be just fine. But what did he do? He hit a ball to the moon. He literally hit a ball back to Atlanta. It was absolutely remarkable. It was a no-doubter. It took the air out of this place. You often see it when you go on the road, when a player can hit a bomb early in the game, a multi-run, a multi multi, multi-RBI home run. It really takes the crowd out of it. You saw it there. The crowd was, was really, really quiet after that. Then comes Dansby Swanson, a he, one of the heroes from Game 4 in this series when, ironically, him and Soler went back-to-back. But then Dansby comes up later in the game and hits another no-doubter to left field. Dansby hitting out of the 9 spot in the lineup because he's really been struggling. He hits another bomb. An absolute bomb to give him an even more of a lead. This becomes a theme. Then Freddie Freeman comes up and hits a ball to the opposite field. Staple Freddie Freeman inside outs the ball to the left center gap ends up being an RBI double. Braves tack on even more runs. This looked like it was. It looked like it could have been caught. And then you look up and oh no! Then then the crowd gets hushed. There were a lot of Braves here. A lot of Braves fans here tonight, by the way. And on and, and the last game of the season, who better for the Atlanta Braves than Freddie Freeman to have an incredible game. So that oppo RBI double, then he comes up later and he hits an absolute bomb to left center. Tonight was a staple game for Freddie Freeman. When I, look at, when I think of the Atlanta Braves, obviously they have a lot of studs. They have Ronald Acuna, who ended up going down for the year. But when I think of the Atlanta Braves, I think Freddie Freeman. And then we get to the elimination game where they could win it all. And Freddie Freeman hits a RBI double. He hits a bomb. This was staple Freddie Freeman. I couldn't imagine the Braves winning if not for him. And it was just poetic. It was just poetic. The Atlanta Braves win the game, win the World Series for the first time since 1995. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. My player of the game tonight, well, I touched on it at the beginning of this recap. Max Freed. What Max Fried did tonight, especially in that first inning, he gets runners on first and second. That second guy reached base by literally stepping on his ankle, and it honestly looked like he might be coming out of the game. So then he stays in. You get first and second, nobody out. And then he shuts them down in that first inning. He was throwing 98 His last pitch in the first inning was 98 miles an hour. So he ends up battling, gets out of that first inning, which honestly I thought set the tone for this team. You look back on games and you realize there's certain turning points. One of them was that Soler blast. Another was that Max Fried situation at first base where he got stepped on and it all could have fallen apart. This could have been back-to-back-to-back bullpen games for the Braves if Max Fried has to come out, but he didn't. He did not come out of the game. He stayed in. He did incredible six innings, six Ks. Max Freed quite literally fried the Houston Astros. What a dominant outing for him tonight. Hats off to him. When they needed it the most, one of the keys to this series for me was can the Braves' pitching shut down the Astros' offense? And to this point for Max Freed, that, that hadn't been happening. So they feel good going forward facing Max Freed but then he comes out tonight and honestly I think things turned around when he got stepped on that adrenaline started pumping he started throwing 98 there's something to that you go into survival mode it felt like he went into survival mode he gets out of that first inning and then he continues to dominate the ball game Max Freed with a masterful performance tonight let's talk about the World Series MVP Jorge Soler of the Atlanta Braves, outfielder for the Braves, acquired at the trade deadline. The 2021 World Series MVP was not on this Braves team until the end of July. And that became a theme with this entire team. But Jorge Soler, tonight we saw why he was the MVP of this series, that three-run bomb. Look, there's some, even when he's not hitting homers – He is such a presence at the plate. Everything he hits is hard somewhere. This guy started the year, played most of the year with the Kansas City Royals. When he got traded, he was hitting 192. He was hitting below the Mendoza line when he got traded and then he comes over he propels this Braves team to the playoffs gets them to the World Series and then becomes World Series MVP after having an awful start to the season it even goes back to game one when he starts this series by hitting a bomb becoming the first player in World Series history to start the series with a home run so he had some monumental blasts throughout, including that one in game one and then later in game four where him and Dansby Swanson went back-to-back. I actually was able to catch up with him after that game and talk to him about that home run and what he was looking for. It was really cool to be able to talk to him about that, but that was one of the biggest home runs to that point in and and Atlanta Braves' history. Obviously, they have some big ones, but that was certainly up there. That won them that ball game. They end up winning 3-2. to two. And then tonight, I'm not kidding you. That ball went so far, even just how far it went sucked the air out of this place. The roof was open. It's now closed, but it was open, and it literally went out of the stadium. I was up there in the train uh, when this series started. Bobby Dynamite, my friend that runs the train up there, I was up there, and it, you, you think you're 500 feet away. I actually think you are 500 feet away. You can't tell me that ball went under 450 feet like they're trying to tell you. I don't believe it. That ball bounced out of the stadium. If you had told me when when I was up there that somebody could hit a ball that far in the game, I would have said no. I would have said that's not possible. But he did. Tonight, he sucked the air out of this place, and the Atlanta Braves never looked back. Jorge Soler, World Series MVP. Like I said, he was an addition at the trade deadline. That, let's talk about that with this Atlanta Braves team. All of those deadline pieces that they picked up. It doesn't, just, it doesn't stop with Jorge Soler. Jock Peterson, who I caught up with after the game. Eddie Rosario. Adam Duvall, who hit a grand slam in the first inning of Game 5. They changed this team. They changed the course of this team. Like I said, they were 52-55 and 55 at the trade deadline. Ronald Acuna had gone down. It looked like this Braves team had no chance in the world. It looked like they were down and out. It looked like they were done. The the Atlanta Braves were my World Series prediction before the season started. I predicted the Atlanta Braves against the Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves winning the series. A big part of that was Ronald Acuna, who went down. But then congrats hats off to Alex Anthopoulos the Braves GM for not only bringing in a couple of pieces when Ronald Acuna went down they literally revamped their outfield they went out and got four outfielders to make up for one player's production and then you think is this team like are they going to be any good this just seems like a melting pot of of outfielders with a lot of power well now we're here and the Atlanta Braves are World Series champions. And those trade, dead, those trade deadline pieces, well, I don't think they're here without them. In fact, I know the Atlanta Braves do not win the World Series if not for those tra- trade deadline acquisitions. So absolutely incredible. Alex Anthopoulos deserves so much credit for what he was able to do in that Braves front office and go out and get pieces, get the right pieces To make this team better and more than what they did on the field, they started having fun. Jock Peterson brought fun to this team. One of the questions I asked all these players after the game was, how important is it to have fun? It just looked like you guys were having more fun than every other team. To be honest with you, it looked like they were having more fun than any team I've seen in a long time. And by and large, every single one of those guys said, "I, I can't stress enough how important it was jock peterson said when he came to this team they weren't having any fun it was awful to be in the locker room but he had to change it he brought the pearls to atlanta they brought the fun to this team and now they're world series champions let's talk about the houston astros one of my one of my key points before this series was what can you get from this houston astros pitching staff what are you going to get you never really knew. Lance McCullers was down, my brother out for the year. So they're already a different-looking Astros team than we're used to in, this, in, in the playoffs. We're used to that Justin and Garrett Cole and Zach Granke rotation. Well, they didn't have that this year. So one of my key points was what can you get from this pitching staff of Framber Valdez and Luis Garcia and Jose Urquidy that are largely unproven in the World Series except for Jose Urquidy, who threw in 2019, who honestly had the best start of any Astros starting pitcher. They didn't step up. They didn't have the outings that the Astros needed them to have to win games. They were bit by the long ball so many times. You look back at this series, and so many of the Atlanta Braves' runs were scored on pitches that were just left out over the plate. Home runs. That's how the Atlanta Braves were scoring. This Astros pitching staff did not do enough to win ball games. Fromber Valdez really struggled in both of his outings. In his most recent outing, he gave up a grand slam in the first inning. You're not gonna win many games like that. They ended up coming back to win that game. But you're really behind the eight ball there when that's happening. Luis Garcia here tonight gives up that huge three-run bomb early, leaves a leaves a fat pitch out over the plate, and Jorge Soler hits it to the moon. The pitching staff didn't do enough for this Astros team, and that's why it was one of my key points, because I knew they were largely unproven. I knew they hadn't proven themselves on the biggest stage in the world. Are you going to count on guys that – have not proven themselves to go out every single night and say, hey, we need you in the World Series. We need you to do well in the World Series. On the biggest stage, we need you to go out and prove yourself. Well, great, sometimes they can do that. But but you can't rely on it every single night. And they just weren't there. They just weren't able to shut down the, the Atlanta Braves offense. They just weren't able to get the job done when it mattered the most. They gave up a lot of long balls to the Atlanta Braves. That ended up becoming a theme of this series. Just how many bombs the Atlanta Braves were scoring. 13 of their last 14 runs in this series came from the home run. You kidding me? That's wild. That's what won this Atlanta Braves team this series. They just brought in all these guys. And, and you look back, obviously, Freddie Freeman is a staple on this team. He's an MVP. But you look back on this series at, at the key factors, Jorge Soler multiple home runs, World Series MVP, Adam Duvall, the home run. It seemed like this Atlanta Braves team was winning games because of the home run ball. But you were thinking, is this sustainable? Can they win games by just relying on the home run? Well, the, the good news is Astros pitchers would keep keep giving it up. And by and large, we saw the Astros offense just disappear in a lot of this series. You thought after game five, maybe they're back. Maybe they can propel themselves and go home. They just weren't able to. The Atlanta Braves offense just continually outslugged the Houston Astros, who were seen as the better offense. In my opinion, it wasn't even close. The Atlanta Braves were by far the better offense in this series, and it was by and large because of those home run balls that we saw all the time. Jorge Soler, Adam Duvall, all of those guys, and I talk about, I, I talked about all of these additions that they made. And how big of a factor they were. Jock Peterson was one of those. And I got to catch up with him after the game, and it was hilarious and absolutely incredible. Jock brought the Pearls to Atlanta. And I got to catch up with him. So let's check out that interview. Here celebrating with you today. How much does this mean to all the fans back there in Atlanta that have been waiting for this since nineteen ninety-five? Oh! Hey! ATL, we're coming back, baby with our championship. Let's go. We gotta go turn up right now though. <laughs> That was amazing. Jock Peterson is amazing. That's the energy right there that you expect from this guy. That right there. He couldn't wait to get off this field and go celebrate. The city of Atlanta has been waiting over 20 years to go celebrate. I was able to be in Atlanta and be in the battery and be in the heat of this moment, be in the thick of it, It was unbelievable, the energy, the emotion in that place. You could feel that they hadn't won in over 20 years. And you could feel it on these players, even the new guys that haven't been in the locker room for very long, that haven't been a part of this Braves team for years. You could feel it on them how much this meant to the city. And obviously every World Series championship means a lot to their city. But this one, this one meant more. This one was more special because of how long it had been, because of how used to this, this team was so used to winning but not being able to get over the hump. The city of Atlanta, and I don't use this word lightly, the city of Atlanta was cursed with their sports teams. The Falcons, 28-3, blowing that. Georgia Bulldogs, blowing it. The Atlanta Braves only went in one World Series since they've been in Atlanta. This was special. This was special for this team. This was special for these fans. And this was special because of how long it had been. They broke the curse. The curse is over. It honestly seemed like that home run, that grand slam in game five, the Atlanta Braves are going to be just fine. They're going to break the curse. What curse? It's over. We're going to win this World Series. Nope. That didn't happen. They were able The the Astros were able to come back, battle back, win that ball game, and then it thinks, oh, boy, this curse might be real. Is this curse real? It's not. They won here in dominant fashion tonight. And I was able to catch up with with a, a guy that I got to know over the years and play minor league baseball with, and he is the best pitcher on this Atlanta Braves team. And unfortunately, he just had injury after injury with his Achilles this year. But Mike Soroka, I was able to catch up with him after the game and hear his thoughts. So let's check that out. We're here with Mike Soroka. To all the fans that aren't able to be here with you to celebrate tonight back in Atlanta, what's one thing you would say to them that have been waiting for this moment since
1: 1995? Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, I know it's it's been a long time coming. We always talk about the 90s, and we talk about making history, and here they are doing that. Uh, you know, I can't wait to be a part of it for years to come. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to be a part of now. and uh, Thank you so much. I know the team was... Not where he wanted to be in June, but we are now, so that's what matters.
0: You've been out of it. You, you were out this year, so you got to experience. This team was below 500 at the trade deadline. Then all these new guys come in. How much did fun play a factor in changing this season around for you
1: guys? Everything, everything. I mean, you see Jorge, you see a smile every day. You see what he started doing for the club and Jock and Eddie. I mean, they, they all played huge, huge roles with this team. That's unbelievable. Um... I I can't say enough about what Alex did and I mean what those guys came in with the attitude they came in with and uh, I mean just thankful really it's been incredible.
0: Last question, who's the first person you're going to call or text tonight
1: when this is all done and what are you going to say to him? My dad, my dad I'm going to say you know I just I love you. I know he wanted to see me out there just as bad as I wanted to be out there and um, you know I know we have more of these to come and I can't wait to be there and, and actually have him out here and give him a big hug when that happens. Congratulations.
0: What an awesome guy. This Atlanta Braves team that just won the World Series, well, they're going to get him back at some point. They're going to be dangerous. But, again, congratulations to Mike Soroka. Thank you for joining me. World Series champion now. This whole experience, the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series, has been one of the, the best experiences of my entire life. Being in Atlanta, getting to see those fans, getting to see how passionate they were, getting to feel the emotion from them, That's an experience that I will never forget for the rest of my life. This World Series was special. This is a World Series that won't be forgotten for a long time. The Atlanta Braves pulling through, breaking the curse of Atlanta sports teams. Are the Falcons going to win the Super Bowl now? Probably not, but you never know now. I mean, (laughs) this was incredible the entire experience I'm so glad you guys were able to join me along the way I'm so glad I was able to do a live post game show after every single game and make it interactive it's one of my favorite parts and as always as usual this one's no different you guys ask some fan questions I love answering them so let's get to some of those let's see what we got first this one comes from Hannah how fast do the Braves re-sign Freddie fast Freddie Freeman is an Atlanta Brave it's as simple as that When I think Atlanta Braves, I think Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman will be an Atlanta Brave next year, and he will be signed fast. I promise you that. Let's check out the next one. This one comes from Karen. Seriously, what is Morton's leg and Freed's ankle made of? Great question. Honestly. Max Freed tonight gets run over. It looked like his ankle was going to get snapped in half. Charlie Morton gets hit in the leg. Something clearly happens. He goes back out and pitches and does it and walks off the field. I'll tell you what it's made of. I'll tell you what his leg and what Max Fried's ankle are made of. It's made of championship material. That's what it's made of. Let's get to another question. Thank you for that one. This one comes from Paul. Do you think the cheating narrative should go away at this point? Four years and two pennants plus four ALCS appearances later. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I, I really do believe that. This team has continued to prove how good they are. This team has made it to five consecutive ALCS appearances. This was their third World Series in five years. This team's clearly very talented, the Houston Astros. They're an incredible baseball team. Their core of guys is very good. But speaking of that core, what's going to happen with Carlos Correa? He's going to get paid, I promise you that. But where's he going to go? I don't know, but but yes, I, absolu- I absolutely think that narrative should be gone. This team is talented. This team is one of the best teams in baseball year in and year out, and it's because of how good they are on the field and how close of a team they are in the clubhouse. That's important, and we saw it here with the Atlanta Braves as well. How close they are and how much fun they have, you can hear it in everybody's answer. I ask them all about that, and they just light up when I ask them about how much fun this team has. But yes. The narrative should go away. So thank you for that question. Next up. This one comes from Steph. Who is the most underrated player to watch in this series? The most underrated player. Two of them come to mind. One, Tyler Matzik, the reliever for the Braves. He was one of the most underrated pitchers in this entire postseason. Continued to come out after having the yips. What an incredible story. He had the yips. And now he's on the world's biggest stage, punching guys out left and right dominating he comes to mind and Austin Riley I know Austin Riley was was dominant in this series but you look you end up looking at guys like Jorge Soler and guys like Freddie Freeman Austin Riley is going to get MVP votes this season Austin Riley is going to be a really good player for a long long time to come and it just seemed like in this series and every game he was leaving his mark Whether it be on the defensive side, whether it be offensively driving balls in the gap, hitting a bunch of doubles, or whether it be both. Honestly, there were a couple games where he was doing it all. He was scooping balls over a third, making great throws, making diving plays off of Altuve's bat, saving multiple runs. So when I look back on this series, I think Tyler Matzik and I think Austin Riley as underrated performers. Great question. Let's get to another one. This one comes from William. Are the Braves the biggest underdogs at start of the playoffs to win the World Series? Nobody had them winning at all on October 1st, let alone August 1st. That's a great question. Do I think they're the most underrated of all time? No, I think of I think of that Kansas City Royals team. They were very underrated. I think of the uh, David Freeze years with the with the St. Louis Cardinals. I think of some of those some of those San Francisco Giants teams that were good don't get me wrong but going into the world series they were going up against the detroit tigers team that had the most ridiculous rotation of all time and they end up winning but i do believe this team was very very underrated coming into these playoffs there was something that you can't quantify you can't put a finger on it and it was the camaraderie these guys have in the locker room it was how close these guys it was how much fun these guys have you can't put a finger on that. You, you can't put a number on that. So I think for that reason they were underrated. We knew how they were on the field. I just don't think the world knew how much fun these guys were having, and there really is something to that. So great question, but let's get to another one. This one comes from Mason. A World Series is obviously special, but how much more special is it to an individual player to be a part of a team that ends a streak like the Braves 25 years? Does it make it even more special? Yeah. Yeah without a doubt and even catching up with some of the players that weren't a part of this team for a long time you you think of freddie freeman who's been on this atlanta braves team for 10 plus years obviously this one means a lot to him but hearing from guys like jock guys like Austin riley who haven't been in the big leagues very long jock has but not with the atlanta braves Austin riley hasn't been in the big leagues very long you can feel how much the the curse is over they broke it there's something special to that there's a whole nother layer to that We just won the World Series. And on top of that, we just broke a curse. A city that wasn't able to win. Absolutely this means more to the players on this team. And you can feel it. I think that's a big part of it. You can absolutely feel it. Great question. Let's get to another one. This one comes from Joel. Will Dusty Baker ever get it done? Do the Astros win if they still have Hinch? But I hope Dusty Baker gets it done. We're all rooting for Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker is one of the most likable guys in all of baseball. And the one thing that he hasn't done is win a World Series as a manager. I do hope he gets it done. Do I think this team wins with A.J. Hinch? Well, that's impossible. That's impossible to know. And and I really, I don't know. And I don't think so. The Braves had something special. It felt like they were meant to win. It truly did. It felt like they didn't care. It felt like they were playing with house money. They weren't supposed to be here. Everybody wrote them off. Only Ben Verlander predicted them to win the World Series. But now they're here. Now they're winning ball games. And there was something special that you just can't point a finger on. And I don't know if, if A.J. Hinch – look, A.J. Hinch is, is one of the best managers in baseball. I was able to talk to him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, so he's a friend of the podcast – he is a next-level manager. He is a brilliant baseball mind. But I don't know if a brilliant baseball mind can beat the fun that the Atlanta Braves were having over the course of this run. And Dusty Baker is one of the best to ever do it. So, so let's not, you know, let's not say that AJ Hinch would do a better job because Dusty Baker is an incredible manager as well. But let's get to one more question: Can this Braves team, plus Acuna, run it back next year? Look, that's a tough question and one that we often see because it's so hard in baseball to run it back. Everybody thought the Los Angeles Dodgers, are easy they're going to run it back. They're fine. They're the best team in baseball. It's so hard over the course of a 162-game season to stay healthy, to win ball games, to get into the playoffs, and to do it all over again. But this team, if they can keep some of these guys together that brought something special to this team – and then add Mike Soroka, who we just heard from, and add Ronald Acuna, they could be something special again. But speaking of special, before we end this show, I just need to, one, thank Taco Bell for allowing this to happen. This was one of the best experiences of my life. The last time I was here on this field was for the World Series as a fan. I was here because of my brother the the satisfaction the fulfillment that i that i'm able to have by by coming here in my first year with fox sports is truly incredible a, a moment that i won't i won't ever forget this this week this week i had at the world series on the field being able to talk to you guys after every game being able to have my my a lot of my fox sports digital family here with me being able to be around all of the, the big guys on Fox Sports being able to do a show literally five feet to my left with David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, Frank Thomas, Kevin Burkhart right to my left. Are you kidding me? This is special. I will never forget this World Series. I hope you guys have enjoyed all the content along the way. But we're not done. Next year, it's going to be even bigger and better. I promise you all that. And we're not done here. There's going to be off-season stuff coming. There's going to be trade deadline stuff. I'm going to keep going throughout the offseason. But for now, this has been special. For now, this has been another live episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Taco Bell. And I appreciate you all for listening. And I will see everybody soon. Peace.